This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Squeeze Kids! It's your daily news fix. Fun, free, fresh. Hello and welcome to Squeeze Kids Today, your fresh take on what's happening in the world around you. I'm Amanda Bauer. It's Wednesday, June 1. In Squeeze Kids Today, Albo's new furniture, the Mona Lisa attacked, computer-generated reviews, and a baby sloth finds its mum. That's what's making news, kids style. The Lowdown. Today, newly elected Prime Minister Anthony Albanese will be getting a cabinet and a front bench, which to any reasonable person sounds like he's buying new furniture. But actually, the PM will be officially swearing in his government ministers, who sit right in the front row of parliament when it meets. That's why they're called the front bench. Back up, Amanda. What's a minister? Well, it's a member of the Australian government who's been given an area of responsibility for how Australia is run. For example, there's a Minister for Health, for Education, for Foreign Affairs and so on. There are about 20 ministers in the House of Representatives, the lower house, and 10 in the Senate, the upper house. The opposition, the Liberal and National Party coalition that Bryce told you about yesterday, also appoints what's known as shadow ministers, and they think and talk about those same areas of responsibility from the opposition's point of view. They sit in the front row opposite the government, so they're known as the opposition front bench. Okay, so much for the PM's new bench. What about his cabinet? Well, that's a smaller group formed by the most senior and experienced ministers. The Cabinet meets regularly with the PM and makes most of the major decisions of the government. And to be very clear, the fact that they're being sworn in today does not mean that Albo will be swearing at them. A swearing-in is an official ceremony in which a person who's starting an official new job promises to be honest and perform the job to the best of their ability. Spin the globe. Each day we give the world globe a spin and find a news story from wherever it stops. And today we've landed in Paris, where the world's most famous painting has been attacked with a cake. Thankfully, the Mona Lisa has protective glass in front of her. So when a man, who disguised himself as an elderly woman with a disability, leapt out of his wheelchair and smeared cake all over the glass, nothing whatsoever happened to Leonardo da Vinci's masterpiece. The bizarre attack was apparently a protest against the art world not doing enough for the climate. And the 36-year-old perpetrator was arrested and taken to a hospital for people with mental illness. I've put a video of the attack in your episode notes, although honestly, the thing I find most incredible is how many people are crowded around the painting trying to take a photo of it before someone comes in and smushes cake on the glass. It's Wednesday, which means Squizzy the Newshound is here to tell us what he's sniffed out on the internet lately. And he's brought in something really interesting. Have a listen to this. It was written a couple of weeks ago before the federal election. Whoever wins the election, it is sure to be a close and hard-fought contest. With the country facing challenges on many fronts, the next government will have its work cut out for it. 
Well, that sounds reasonable, doesn't it? But the same story said that the election would be held on July 2. As we all know, July 2 is in the future and the election is now in the past. It turns out that this story was written by artificial intelligence and Squizzy was surprised to learn that AI is creating a lot of what you, your parents and your teachers are reading every day. Ads, reviews, social media posts, business proposals, even high school essays. Squizzy spoke to people who are using AI to produce content for their businesses and he learned that while the writing style is good enough to sound like a human, AI just makes up facts. Scrupulous businesses, scrupulous means careful and honest, go through and fact check before publishing. But once again, it's a good reminder that we need to stop, think and check before we believe what we read. It might not have even been written by a human. Animal Kingdom Have you ever gotten lost from your mum or dad? Scary, right? Now imagine that you're a baby three-toed sloth in the jungles of Costa Rica and you've fallen out of the tree that your mum is in. Workers at a Jaguar rescue centre were out in the jungle recently when they heard the cries of the baby sloth. Their vets examined the bub after its fall and said it was totally fine. But when they went back to the tree, the sloth's mum was up so high that she couldn't hear her baby. So those resourceful animal rescuers recorded the baby's cries, then played them on a loudspeaker until the mum heard. Watching her come down the tree is about as frustrating as watching that sloth scene in the movie Zootopia. You know she's probably desperate to get to her kid, but wow, do sloths move slowly. Finally, she gets low enough for the human helpers to hand her baby up to her. The hug that the mum and baby give each other is enough to melt the hardest heart. And of course, I've put the video in your episode notes. It would be cruel not to. Time for the quiz. This is the part of the podcast where you get to test how well you've been listening. Question number one. What's the name for a small group of senior ministers in the government? That's right. It's the cabinet. Not to be confused with the front bench. Question number two. Which famous painting had cake smeared on its protective glass? That's right. It was the Mona Lisa. And question number three. In which country was a baby sloth reunited with its mum? In Costa Rica, which is in Central America. Shout out. It's June 1, a pinch and a punch for the first of the month, and it's Mataraka Day in Kenya. What's Mataraka Day? Well, it's the anniversary of Kenya breaking away from Britain and achieving self-rule. Do you want to know more about Kenya? Like why there is an average of 60 kids in primary school classrooms with only one teacher? Yikes! Jump into this week's Squiz the World episode, available to all Squiz Kids for Schools classrooms, as well as subscribers to our Apple specials. Not a member? There are links to free trials in your episode notes. 
Okay, enough self-promotion. It's a special day for these squiz kids celebrating a birthday today. Mia from Yass, Bonnie from Dulwich Hill, Sophie from Queen Beanne South, Alex from Dacobin, Oscar from Glebe, Liz from Carlingford, Jarvis from the Gold Coast, Grace Kim from Spring Farm and Hannah from Maclay Island. And classroom shout-outs are going out today to all the Grade 5 and 6 students at Windsor Public School, Class 5-6E with Mrs Edwards and Mrs McCutchinson at Thornley West Public School, Miss Campbell and Miss Guy's Year 6 class at Murrumburra Public School, and lastly to the Year 5-6 students with Mrs Dudek at Williamstown Primary School. Don't forget, if you've got a birthday coming up and you want a shout-out, or if you want a classroom shout-out, drop us a line at squizkids at thesquiz.com.au. That's all we have time for. Thanks for listening to Squiz Kids today. Bryce will be back again tomorrow. In the meantime, get out there and have a most excellent day. Over and out. Over and out.